Let us turn to our scriptures for today from Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 17. And it says, let's read together, He who heeds instruction and correction is not only himself in the way of life, but also is a way of life for others. And he who neglects or refuses reproof, not only himself goes astray, but also causes to err and is a path of ruin for others. This is the year of what? Breakthroughs extended. And Pastor began this year, 2024, by letting us know that the Lord had put it in his heart that this was the year of breakthroughs extended. And we learn from the life of King Josiah. You remember that? That for us to experience breakthroughs, the breakthroughs that God has for us, we need to return. We need to return to that place of repentance, turning away from all that displeases the Lord. That was the first thing we needed to return to, a place of repentance. And then secondly, we were to return to the Word of God. The Word of God being central in our lives. Return to the reading of the Word of God. Returning to the memorization of the Word of God. And then we need to reread the Word, referring back to what the Lord has spoken. Because God does not just speak because He has nothing else to do. He speaks because He intends to fulfill His Word. And it's important that we keep referring to what He has said. That is how we build our faith. For faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Thirdly, we need to return to the city of refuge, which is our local church right here. And how do we return to our city of refuge? We return by silencing the lies of the enemy. The enemy wants nothing more than to disassociate you, to push you apart from your local church, to make you stand alone and be an easy target for him. So we need to silence the lies of the enemy that would seek to draw us away from the house of God. And then we need to settle in and stay firm. Those spiritual tourists, we are plugged in, we are locked in. And then thirdly, how do we return to our city of refuge is by showing up. We are being present. When cell is called, we are present. When different meetings are called, we are there. Because we are part of the family. And then two weeks ago, we began looking at the rewards of returning. The rewards of returning to repentance. The rewards of returning to the word of God. The rewards of returning to the city of refuge or the local church. And we saw from Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And Pastor Fighter shared about the rewards of returning. And we learned from Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1 that God is both our rewarder and our reward. For he told Abraham, I am your exceedingly great reward. 
And last week, Pastor Kevin continued and taught us that the rewards, the results of our returning is God himself. The hundredfold multiplication and then blessings upon blessings. We also learned that God has obligated himself to the rewards. He will make sure that it happens. He's taken personal responsibility to make sure that it happens. And we know that God does not lie. What he says is true. And remember he said that results don't come from what we do occasionally. But what we do consistently. Consistently. Day in, day out. Today, tomorrow. Habits that we are building in our lives is what will bring us the reward. And today we will finish this series of the rewards of returning by talking about the reach, reach of our rewards. The reach of our rewards. Remember, we're talking about breakthroughs extended. Extended. And those breakthroughs extended have a reach. There's a reach in our opening scripture. It makes it clear that whoever chooses the way of life not only affects himself, but others also. And I'll read it again. It says, he who heeds instruction and correction is not only himself in the way of life, but also is the way of life for others. And he who neglects or refuses reproof, not only himself goes astray, but also causes to err and is a path of ruin for others. It is not just for you. It's not just for me. You are lack, my lack of following what God has told us to do will not just affect me, but it will affect others. So let's look at different areas where your reward and my reward will reach. The first area we will look at is your reward will reach your family. When a man works well, his wages are for his family as well. The same thing of a man if he is lazy. It is not just him who suffers, but his family will suffer as well. But let's not just think of this in monetary terms. The work you are doing or not doing in your marriage, the reward is affecting your children. Your children will go into their marriages with a blessing, knowledge, habits, wisdom of reaping from the reward of your hard work in your marriage if you are putting it in. Or they could go into their marriages with their challenges, lack of knowledge, bad habits, lack of wisdom that came from work you did not do. The rewards of returning. How far do they reach? Let's look at men in the Bible whose disobedience, whose refusal to, re to heed to reproof and correction caused devastation to their families. In the book of Numbers, chapter 16, we read of three men. Actually, there were four. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. The fourth one was called on, O-N. 
But we don't read or read of him later. Maybe he he removed himself from them and escaped. What did they do? They rebelled against Moses and Aaron. Moses tried to correct them, tried to persuade them to do the right thing, but they arrogantly refused to listen. And this with devastating consequences. The story starts in number 16 from verse 1. And I want to pick it up from verse 31 all the way to 33 and read. This is as after Moses had tried to talk to them, but they refused to listen. It says in verse 31, as he, speaking of Moses, had finished saying all this, the ground under them split. The earth opened up and swallowed them. Their families, their what? their families, and the followers of Korah, and all their property. They all went down alive to the graves with everything that belonged to them. The ground covered them, and they disappeared before the assembly. When they were rebelling, it does not say their families were involved. But their consequences affected their families. We are talking about the rich, the rich, the rich, either positively or negatively. Their rebellion and arrogance was a path of ruin, not just for themselves, but for their families and those who foolishly followed them. On the other hand, we can read of a more positive example found in 2 Timothy chapter 1. And verse 5, Paul wrote to Timothy and said, I remember your sincere and unqualified faith, the surrendering of yourself to God in Christ with confident trust in his power, his wisdom, and his goodness, a faith which first lived in the heart of who? Your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am now confident, confident that it is in you as well. The reach of his grandmother's faith reached all the way to Timothy. I know each generation and each person is responsible for the choices they make. We do not inherit salvation. But we can lay a foundation upon which those coming after us can stand upon and have better choices and make it easier for them to follow God. The reach of the reward. The question is, what are you going to do? What legacy are you leaving? This faith moved from Timothy's grandmother to his mother and then to him. What a legacy. As a parent or a guardian, what legacy? What default settings are you passing down that will reach and be extended to your children? Your reward is not just for you. Husband, it is for your wife. Wife, it is for your husband. Parent, it is for your children. Single person, it's for your future family. That was your immediate family. Now let's look at your spiritual family. Your reward will reach others in the faith. Luke chapter 22 and verse 32 says, 
Jesus speaking, I have prayed for you, especially Peter, that your faith and confidence in me may not fail. And that once you have turned back, once you have done what? Turned back again to me. Strengthen and support your brothers in the faith. Our Lord Jesus prayed for Peter to turn back. Returning. Returning. To return. The reward Peter received on returning was not just for him. For his own restoration. But it was to reach and strengthen and support his brothers and sisters in the faith. Our reward in returning, the strength that we receive in our work with God, our faith in God that has been tried and has been tested, is so that we can be able to strengthen others. Peter's life post-betrayal was so incredibly impactful that in the lives of, in the lives of others that he was used greatly in the establishment of the church. Your brothers and sisters in the faith can be strengthened and supported by your choice to turn back again to Christ. Your reward will reach your cell. Your reward will reach your cell members. Your reward will reach your community of faith. Your reward will reach your ministry team. Your reward will reach far beyond what you would even expect or imagine. The way of life you choose becomes the way of life for others around you. Or the way of life you don't choose becomes a path of destruction for others. We need to make the right choices. Remember, we are learning about the reach of our reward. The what? The reach of our reward. The second area we are going to look at is that your reward will reach generations. In Genesis chapter 17 and verse 4 to 8, the Lord was speaking to Abraham and he said, As for me, my covenant is with you. You will become the father of many nations. You will no longer be Abram, but your name will be Abraham. For I will make you the father of many nations. I will make you extremely fruitful and make many nations and kings come from you. I will keep my covenant between me and you and your future offspring throughout their generations as an everlasting covenant to, to be your God and the God of your offsprings after you. And you and your future offspring, I will give the land where you are residing, all the land of Canaan as an eternal possession, and I will be their God. Abraham's choice to obey affected every generation after him, right up to us. And even today we call him the father of faith, because we learn from his example of trusting God and following God with everything that he had. God demonstrated through Abraham his personal commitment to seeing the reach of our rewards extended to more than just ourselves. He gave Abraham a promise not just for him, but for the generations that would come after him. It is very easy to disassociate our daily choices from generational impact. But every choice has a ripple effect, whether we like it or not. 
Our choices now will directly affect what battles, what victories, what cycles of blessing those who follow us will receive. There is always legacy wrapped up in your reward. Craig Rochelle put it this way. You will often overestimate what you can do in a short amount of time. But you will largely underestimate what you can do in a lifetime. You will often overestimate what you can do in a short amount of time. But you will largely underestimate what you can do in a lifetime. And we have a lifetime to make a legacy. So let us do the right thing. The question we all ask ourselves is what legacy? The question we all need to ask ourselves is what legacy am I leaving? By the work I am doing or not doing today. Many of the challenges and brokenness we have to deal with have come down to us generationally. Divorce, alcoholism, witchcraft, series of failure, poverty, backsliding, debt. Many of these things have come down to us generationally. But what are we going to do? Are we going to allow them to pass on to the generations coming after us? I pray not. Let us break these cycles for our own sakes and for the sakes of those coming after us. We don't have to pass on this path of ruin to those coming after us. We can make the right choice. We can do the right thing. Psalms 112 and verse 1 to 3 says, Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in His commandments, returning back to the Word. Their children will be mighty in the land, and the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. Breakthroughs extended. Your children and the generations after you will be affected and impacted by how you live today. So you and I must think generationally. We must think generationally. Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 22 says, When you reap the harvest of your land, you are not to reap all the way to the edge of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner and the foreign resident. I am Yahweh, your God. God instructed the children of Israel to leave some of their harvest for others. They were not to selfishly take everything for themselves. Others were meant to receive from their harvest, from their breakthroughs. The nations and foreigners living around Israel were to be blessed through Israel. Others are meant to receive from your harvest. Others are meant to receive from your harvest. But that harvest will only come as a reward of returning. Returning to repentance. Returning to the word. Returning to the place of refuge. The local church. Returning and being consistent in these will bring rewards that are mighty and promise to us, and for those also who are around us. And this brings me to the third and final area where our rewards are to reach. Your reward will reach nations. 
Your reward will reach nations. It's not just for you, but those who are around you are to come and glean from the harvest of your breakthroughs. The breakthroughs God has extended to you are not just for you. They are for those around you as well. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 says, And God will generously provide all you need. But it doesn't end there. It says then you will have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. It's not just about you. It's not just about me. It's about the others. About the nations that are waiting. In whatever sphere of life you are, in your workplace, as an employee or employer, in school, as a student or teacher, in your neighborhood, as a business person in the marketplace, in your chama, or whatever else. In that place, God wants your rewards to overflow in that sphere. Your reward, the rewards of integrity and staying set apart for the glory of God. In all your business practices, your work ethic, your diligence in school will affect and impact each of these areas. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 34 says, Righteousness lifts up a nation, but sin is a disgrace in any society. Our choices affect our nation. Our choices affect our nation. The reward and the reach of the reward is for those who choose to return. To return to the place of repentance. To return to the word of God, making it your primary source of instruction. This reward is for those who will return to the city of refuge, to the local church. This is the year of breakthroughs extended. Will you and I do the right thing consistently today, tomorrow, the next day, even now? Will we consistently do the right thing so that these rewards will become ours? We need to allow the breakthroughs God has for us to extend beyond us, to reach our families, both our natural family and our spiritual family. The question is, will we, will we be obedient today and allow the breakthroughs God has for us to reach and impact the generations after us, the generations coming after you? Will you allow God to use you to impact those generations? Will we submit ourselves to the voice of the Holy Spirit and follow his leading and let the breakthroughs the Lord desires to grant to you? It's not us trying to persuade God to break through for us. It's God telling us the breakthroughs are here. Will you obey me? And they will be yours. God is willing, but will we do what is needed so that we can see those breakthroughs? Will we walk in the Spirit, following the Spirit's leading, and let those breakthroughs 
the Lord desires to grant to us, bring change and transformation to the nations. And I want us once again to read the scriptures we began with. We're going to end with them. This is such a powerful passage of scripture. And I want us to read it with deep conviction and allow those words to sink deep into our hearts. Let's go. He who heeds instruction and correction is not only himself in the way of life, but also is a way of life for others. And he who neglects or refuses reproof not only himself goes astray, but also causes to err and is a path of ruin for others. Let's just begin to call upon the name of the Lord. You're here today. Yes, you are born again. But you realize that your way of life is not as it should be. You have not returned to the place of repentance. You are walking in your own ways. But today you have realized the consequences of walking in your own ways. You are here, you are born again, and you have realized that you have not returned to the Word. You have not made the Word of God your primary source of instruction and correction. You have not committed yourself. You are not locked in to the city of refuge, your local church. And you see your ways today. You see that your ways are leading you astray and that you will also cause others to err. Now is the time to make an about turn and to choose the way of life for yourself and also the way of life for others, so that you may reap the rewards of returning. You're returning. You're making a choice to turn. You're making a choice to return. You're making a choice to return. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every hand that has been raised. Thank you for the people of God who have heard your word today. Lord, I pray for every person, my Father, who has made up their mind to return to you, to return to that place of repentance. Lord, I pray that, oh God, you are receiving them into your loving arms like the prodigal son, my God, who came back to the Father and the Father embraced him. Lord, I thank you that they are experiencing your embrace in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that the Word of God is becoming, my God, central even in their lives even today in the name of Jesus. And that, Lord, they are getting locked in and committed even in the house of God. In Jesus' name, they are laying aside every lie of the evil one. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you praise that this is indeed the year of breakthroughs extended. Lord, we thank you that your hand is extended toward us, my Father. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that, Lord, you're doing a new thing in our hearts. You're doing a new thing in our lives, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, 
And Lord, we are seeing your breakthroughs, oh God, extend and reach, Lord, to our families, Lord, our natural families, our spiritual families, oh God, and the generations coming after us are being impacted, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, and we are seeing nations, 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 my Father, being turned around because of our obedience and the impact that we are having because of the decisions we are making even today. Lord, we thank you. Give us the grace to be consistent and to work consistently in the same. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Let's appreciate the Lord for what he has done today. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.